hello hello audience this is this is leander you're used to me right um but you know who you're not used to um sorry wait this is jump cut and this is leander speaking on jump cut and i'm also here with my host hashem who you're also used to hashem speak what's up guys? Um, but you know who you're not used to <laughs> um our third <laughs> noel please introduce guesser. yourself <laughs> no please speak please don't leave me out here to die hi yeah we have noel on <laughs> um, and this episode, we're not actually going to be talking about any uh, movies or anything, because that's kind of passe. Episode 50 yeah. is really where we turn over a new leaf and now only do TV shows based on League of Legends. It's true. It's true. Did someone say new leaf? New leaf? <laughs> we're not talking about fucking Animal Crossing. Ah, dang it. I, d- <laughs> I don't even... Like, I feel like we do have a video game portion that we have to do legally at the start of every episode. So it's maybe true. that'll come up then. But I'm having a feeling that it's going to be largely Minecraft today. <laughs> oh, God, no! <laughs> or League. We could talk about League, too, if you guys are into that. That can be... I have fun. never played League. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Uh, today, thank you for intro. No, today we're going to be talking about <laughs> Arcane. And we briefly mentioned it last week that we wanted to put at the end of next episode a little bit where we talk about Arcane, and it was just going to be Hashim and I. But mm-hmm. because I force all my friends to consume the media <laughs> I enjoy, Noel has also watched the first season of Arcane, and uh, we're just going to be jabbing about it the entire entire hour long. So this mm-hmm. is just yeah. about Arcane. If you don't mm-hmm. care about League of Legends TV shows, you could probably skip this one. Leave. Actually, no, I don't agree. I think this is a must-watch for everybody with half a brain. If you enjoy good media, <laughs> and even if you don't enjoy good media, I think you should watch this. <laughs> it's it's genuinely, genuinely very good. Like, it, yeah. if, if you are a fan of animation, you will enjoy it. If you are a fan of League of Legends, you'll enjoy it, probably. No fans of League of Legends here, but... No. I can, I... <laughs> Noel, um, mm-hmm. what's up, bro? <laughs> Who did you mean? <laughs> what? Who did you mean? <laughs> Hi guys, my name's Noelle, and when I was in high school, I played League of Legends for two months, and I named, I think it was Jinx, too. I'm pretty sure it was. And I just want to say, it was a phase. I am not that person anymore. Blue hair and whatnot, right? Uh, You see yourself uh, in the characters, you kind of just embody. (laughs) Listen, this show is bad for two reasons. (laughs) <laughs> One, because it makes me want to play League, and two, because it makes me want to listen to Imagine Dragons. That's never good for everybody. <laughs> so it's just like, let's get that out of the way. Let's talk about the cons right now. Those are the only two cons. Everything else is a pro. Why is there so much Imagine Dragons hate coming out of your end, huh? Hasha? Listen, okay, listen. I used to be a big fan, right? You know me. Back in first year and second year, we used to jam out to that shit together. I don't but know just what like... you're referencing, but I kind of wish we had these <laughs> memories to go off of. This sounds lovely. But anyway, go on. I'm just lying. Yeah. I, where, when did we used to jam out to fucking Imagine Dragons? That was what the was only that? common band that we had between us. No, that was the only well, I, we band. had no we had no common bands between us. I, you would reference shit, and I'd be like, I don't know who that is. Tyler the yeah, Creator. Yeah, in third year because right. I grew up as a fucking person. But before I went to my then, first Imagine Dragons concert. <laughs> yeah, and I was so jealous of you back then. But then, you know, it's, Origins no, came out and I didn't like it. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, why 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 have you why why is all this hate being strewn? Okay. I was a big fan of was it Smoke and Mirrors? I think the so. The album that yeah, came out like before the Black University. And Gold one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. 
right? Mm-hmm. I was riding that wave. You know, they had me on the fucking hook, line, and sinker, whatever the fuck. And then Evolve came out, and I was just very disappointed. Like the one with the rainbow. Is it the is that yep. Evolve or is that Origins? No, that is Evolve. That is Evolve. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. you know I didn't didn't feel it. Didn't didn't like it that much. What what is your what is your sentiment about them right now? My sentiment is that they've changed and they've left me behind. Or maybe I've changed and I've left them behind. Ooh, that's deep. <laughs> Jardine yeah. said that Imagine Dragons is now is what like Nickelback used to be. Like it's in Imagine the, who? It's the same. Uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, why didn't are, fall are you for trying, it? Are you trying to confuse her? <laughs> that made perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't like that association because I do genuinely like Imagine Dragons and now it's like I'm the old boomer for who's like oh I don't get it I'm not in on the joke that this is actually a cringe band now it's just because listen the the joke online is that it's not just them by the way like the chain smokers have the same thing <laughs> you could put any group of white men in front of me and say this is Imagine Dragons and I'll believe you <laughs> because I don't know what they look like. Do you know what they look like? Yeah, they're canon in. in uh, oh, that's a spoiler. They're canon in Arcane. I, I guess that's true. Like. I know what they look like animated. Do you yeah. know any of their that's fucking true. names? Dan. Right. Like I. I mean, honestly, though, the animated part's the only thing that matters. Like as far as I'm concerned, uh, KDA consists of at least one cat girl with a. <laughs> like I, I'm. I think I think these videos are canon, and I think that the Riot cinematic universe. Is something of its own. So that's what Imagine so, Dragons is in my head, and that will never be changed. Okay. I want to say this. I'm really, really glad you said Cinematic Universe because I have thoughts on the matter, but we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So do you want to talk about just like life and stuff? Because this is a full episode. We're doing a full episode about the yeah. show. I want to talk about only life one and stuff. Season out. Yeah. Noel, tell Noel. us about life and stuff. Oh God! What, I what have you I, been up to? I wasn't what's, ready what's for it. What's your past week been like? Video games, movies. What you've been? What you've been um, watching? Consuming. I don't consume consume much media, but today I got a cat. Ooh! Ooh. Wait, you got a cat? Kind of. Um, okay. I lied to an old lady. <laughs> As you do. Start. And I gave her a cat. Basically, we have this friend. She's ninety three, I believe, and. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want another cat. She's had cats, but she was like, I don't want a cat to outlast me and then have nowhere to go. So I found a cat. Her name is Pringles. She is nine years old. She is the roundest cat I've ever met. (laughs) It's true. I've seen a picture. (laughs) And we brought her to, her name is Vaselina. And we were like, oh no, um... My friend just moved to California. Leander, uh, yeah. you are in this lie. What <laughs> I didn't do you know like that I was implicated in this. Yeah, uh, and also that was my dad's idea. Was, was not mine. Um, uh-huh. uh, and so oh, you offloaded this cat that, that told Vaselina that it was mine? Yes, and, we were, no, 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 has... there's more, there's more. The, okay. it, this is, there's layers. The first is, oh no, my layers. friend had this cat and he moved to California. So we mm-hmm. took the cat. But our landlord found out and said, you have to get rid of this cat before the end of the week. So then okay. today, we went to her ca- her house and we were like, can you do us a huge favor? Um, we were like, so my friend moved to California. We brought his cat home. The landlord said we couldn't have it. And she was like, you want me to take the cat? And we were like, yeah. 
And she's like, yeah, I could do that. And we're like, okay, great. We went to the car, we pulled out the cat, brought the litter box, brought the food. We were like, see ya. <laughs> so oh my I, God. <laughs> I have lied. You dropped her off at her godmother. Yes. And you can't like believe that. you just like cat bombed this lady. This is a wild thing that you've done just now. Isn't this it? Is the prize <laughs> pet. Imagine showing up at an old friend's house and being like, hey, you know, my friend dropped their kid off up for adoption and they took him in, but our landlord said, we can't keep the kid under this roof, so can you please take the kid? No, not seriously. We, we didn't even really ask. We kind of just left Pringles. Oh, my God. Take him. She also is super Ukrainian, and she can't say the word Pringles. Pringles. <laughs> so she's just like, she's like, I'm going to call him Pring. <laughs> Pring. I kind of love funny. that as a short form, though. That's yeah. a pretty yeah. cute nickname. Yep. Yeah. Sad that you had to, like, kind of kick this cat out of your car and change the locks and run away, though. <laughs> Literally. It's kind of an unfortunate situation for this cat. But Yeah. He's so seems round and kind. And I, not, yeah, I'm the only one without a cat. Is that what you're about to say? Oh. No, I was going to say, you're, when you visit from California, you're legally obligated to go see this cat. <laughs> yeah, oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> I now have a relationship with this cat. If I come visit, and she's like, oh, your friend visited. Why aren't they coming? <laughs> yeah, and your cat, uh... Pringles, is yeah. going to be like, who the heck is this? I've never seen this man before in my life. <laughs> Why does this man oh, smell yeah. like a dog? <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, he always acts like he doesn't see. Is it he or she? Pringles? She. She. She she always acts like she doesn't like me. It's no big deal. I can convince <laughs> her. I can play this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody knows cats are aloof. You know, you got to earn their trust. Everybody How's your cat, that. Hashem? Fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. He has an appointment <laughs> next week. No, he's good. He's good. He's been very, like, affectionate recently, but I feel like I say that every week. So oh, every so week he's he does heat. something. What's that? Do cats go in heat? Is that still a thing? He doesn't have balls, so... <laughs> So, no, it's, okay. It's kind of difficult. <laughs> I don't know how heat works, man. I thought it was just... Like... Being, being in heat is like they're horny, bro. <laughs> down bad for pets. Literally down bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, your cat is having an appointment because he's affectionate? He's just, he's... No, no. He, he has to get his vaccines. Oh, oh, Moderna or Pfizer or... Or Moderna? No, that's my job. Uh, you guys are so funny, yo, yo. We got a bunch of fucking comedians in the house, eh? <laughs> no, he's actually getting oh. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> that is the one that they did develop with animals in mind, I believe, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because that oh, shit does yeah. not work for humans. <laughs> oh my god, Oof. Oof is right. Speaking of cats, how is Pokemon going? Oh. Is, that, is, that, is that a chance speaking <laughs> there, of cats? There are cats in that game, right? I've never played it. <laughs> right? Hey, Hashim, yeah. did you name any of your Pokemon after your cat? Uh, I did not. Wow, so you just give, hate that. Give me bye, Robin. Guy, give right? him to me. No, it's because I haven't caught uh, Purgly yet. Perg- Purgly, the ugly cat. That's what you're going <laughs> to... Yeah. The fat, <laughs> yeah. ugly cat. That's what you're... Okay. It's either that That's or Meowth. <laughs> meowth seems funnier, though. I feel like Purgly. And it's not Purgly. It's Purgly, right? Isn't that how you're yeah, okay, to but it? you got to remember that I played this game when I was 11. <laughs> and so <laughs> whatever name I read at the time is what the names stick. Like, that's it. <laughs> what did you say the other day? Miliotech? Miliotech? Milio- like that. Uh, Miliotech, yeah. Yeah, Miliotech. Yeah. Melodic. God. <laughs> I feel like I Why are you hating? suck at pronouncing things. Like, I feel like I mispronounce so many things that I don't say out loud. 
like plant names and stuff that Pokemon yeah. names would mess me the heck up. Yeah, some of them for like, sure. Like, how do you Art- say Gardevoir? I wouldn't have known how to say Gardevoir. Gard is it? Is it even Gardevoir? I thought it was Gardevoir. Gar- Gar- no, See? I can't say it. I never said it out See? loud. Now I'm now I'm caught. <laughs> it's kind of bullshit that they pull that. They put a bunch of names that nobody can pronounce, and then don't tell you, and they all just make the same eight bit NES sounds from <laughs> 1994. You can't even yeah, tell what they're also- supposed to sound like. A game for fucking children who can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they got us all on board. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, except you, Noel. Noel, what, what, have you played any games recently? How's your gaming situation been? I have not. Well, there ends that. <laughs> Good segue, guys. Good segue. Okay, how's school been? I need to hear something about your life. That sounds like it's going well. Yeah, say. yeah. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. Yeah, I would say going well. Uh, You're uh, entering your final year, right? That's like all the happy times, the kind of memories getting made. That sort of vibe. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of papers that are due coming up that I have not started. Um, so I actually have to go work on those. I'm so sorry. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> right. so we'll we'll try and book own. your calendar later, later on. Yeah, we'll, we'll book your time. Yeah, schedule it. We'll, we'll record calendar. this episode in twenty-minute sessions. Oh, that would actually work great. My dad has yeah. been talking about. He's been saying like, um, he has to like schedule my time now because I've started going like rock climbing two times a week and what once a week. Yeah. Okay, that's listen. That's what I've been doing. Fuck the gaming shit. Why is that not the first thing you led with when we asked about your life? Because I'm not good at it. <laughs> Who cares, what? bro? You, that shit you, is sick. Every day you I climbed go... like a five ten or something, right? Yeah, which is yeah, like it's it's good for me. I was proud of myself. Um, I'm proud of you too. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, I don't know what those words mean. Thank you. I'm proud of you. You don't know what that means. <laughs> no, whatever the fuck. They ended the four ten, four twelve, whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's. Like, I've been going for the past three weeks, I think, and scheduling things kind of really helps. Like, I, I think if I was just going, like, irregularly, I would never go. But the fact that I go Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, I'm like, okay, it's a rock climbing day. Like, that helps. I'm kind of I'm kind of in the same boat. I feel like when you – I plan on going into the office. So, like, I still don't have to go into the office all the time. So, mm-hmm. I plan on, like, Mondays, Thursdays or when I go. And, like, okay. on those days, I feel like I actually get shit done. But, like, when I'm just at home, like, today, right? Today, we're recording this on a Friday. Literally haven't left my room today. It's dark out. <laughs> it feels so wrong. I even ordered food. I didn't even walk outside. I just, like, picked it up and then came back inside and went back to my room. I haven't done anything today. You have a basket yes, on a string that you lower to the sidewalk and then they <laughs> bring the food up. <laughs> yeah, it's just stale old bread from the bakery yeah. next door. It's yeah. not actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But you see, yes. Leander, that is the quintessential American dream. The <laughs> fact that you can sit in the same chair for 14 hours a day and have food delivered directly into your mouth. Mm. The best thing. That's freedom right there. I hear I healed a bald eagle caw every time you were fucking speaking right there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's... It, I do like it. Like, I, I, I just talk shit about all this. I do kind of, it is kind of nice. Like, I do like having just the ability to, like, roll over and sleep in the middle of the day if I want to. Like, that sort of power. But, yeah, you know, not not for everyone, this lifestyle. 
There is. I did want to bring up though what you were saying about scheduling something. That was what I was talking about. Um, yes. Yeah. There is a archery place. I don't know what you call it. Archery hall or whatever near my house. Archery turns out. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like every, this is kind of like the age. Like 2021 is kind of like the or 2022 will be the year everybody gets really into weird sports. You know, like rock climbing being popular, <laughs> knife, and fucking, knife throwing, knife throwing, pinball, axe throwing, whatever random sports, right? So I think I think archery is eventually going to be on the up and up. And I think Absolutely. if I get, I can get ahead of this wave. I can ditch all those nerds and play like so disc cool. golf or whatever, Ew. and then be like an archer or something. That would be See, absolutely dig, sick. That's a dig on uh, a couple of our friends who. Yeah, no, a lot of my golf. friends from high school. Yeah, they they love they love this stuff. Do you think they're listening? I I, no. I sure hope not. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. That'd be so cool if you learned to to arch. What's the verb? To arch. Yeah, no, that is it. You did it right. I I think learning to arch would be a cool <laughs> talent. <laughs> Are you gonna go? Maybe I'm very much considering it, but it's also like uh, (laughs) something about it throwing me off because it was like beginner class 14 plus. And I was like, "Hmm." (laughs) 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 and they're like mixed parties. Right. So I'm not going to get me to go with another three people. So it's like parties of four. So it'd be like me and like two 16 year olds and maybe a 14 year old on his birthday. And like that would be the group learning to arch for the first time. Isn't that the dream? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what you know, are you talking about this? It's the land of opportunity, bro. It's, you can do whatever you want. Uh-huh. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Okay. Liberty. It, you can tell, tell them about your Minecraft plugins. Tell them about mm-hmm. it. It's true. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. the 16-year-olds will love to hear about Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft is still popular. This is, this is Noel's is. sick transition to yeah. me talking about another thing I've been doing recently, which yeah. is making Minecraft plugins, or trying to. Yeah. Um, For no other purpose than to see if I could... And turns out I can't, but hopefully that changes soon. But, you know, that's how it be sometimes. I believe in you. I, f- I feel like your brother could teach me a thing or two. No. I feel like your brother is good at this sort of thing. Like, this, Isn't he kind of like a into modding or some shit? I don't know. He is a weeaboo in the <laughs> worst kind of way. He takes off Like, he's you. not a cool weeaboo? No, no, no. I'm a cool weeaboo. You know, oh, I'm into, like, cool What does weeaboo mean in this context? I thought that's, like, an let, anime let, term. Let me, ex- let me explain. Let me explain. A cool weeaboo is, like, you know, an an anime fan. Like, yeah. you're into One Demon Piece. Slayer. You're into like, Demon One. Slayer. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but mm-hmm. then an uncool weeaboo is, like, people like Leander and my brother. Oh, uh-huh. oh, we should go yeah, home yeah. and play Minecraft. Oh, let's go home and play Hollow Knight. You know what's a really fun game that we should all play? I think we should all go play Celeste. Mm-hmm. Disgusting, bro. I hate people like you. You guys are... Di- re- I'm revolted <laughs> at the thought, bro. <laughs> I don't even know what you're trying to describe. Like, I still can't all. picture what this person is other than an exact image outline of me and your brother. Like you just yeah. described us too. I don't know if there is a typecast there or what you're there is getting not. at, but I, you just yeah okay, that's fair. Then I get I'm just that. saying you have a lot in common with my 11 year old brother, and that's a good thing. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> qualifying that with 11 year old brother feels like a dig. I am I am no. not in archery class right now. You cannot be comparing me to 11 year old. <laughs> this guy said I'm not an archer. You cannot be taking shots. That's hilarious. No, <laughs> write that down. Damn. Damn. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> you know what, audience members? I don't know if we've ever talked about how this podcast gets made, but let's, let's talk about how the sausage sausages 
I think case. I already said how it gets made, so then I kind of just... <laughs> anyway, it turns out Hashem, when he records, he holds his mic. So if, if, our, if our beautiful editor, Jordine, can't chop out all those little bits, you might hear Hashem doing his, like, you know, his tight five comedy routine. Um, and all the, you know, like, I have, like, a hand motions and, you know, points to the audience members. I hope he's standing up. I absolutely 100% am. And there's a water bottle right beside me. Good. Yeah. And it, it just so happens it's on a stool as well and under a spotlight. Yeah. You know, when no I get label. tired sometimes, I, like, sit on the stool just to rest, take a little sip. Let yeah. the audience breathe a little bit. Let that last joke sit for a while. Yeah. And then we go right back in. So do you think that if you had to, you could do a comedy stand-up special? Not no. an hour, maybe like five minutes. Could you pull that off? I think I would buckle very easily under pressure. Okay. Like it's what if easy you got to right write now. it beforehand? No, no, no. It's not even about like the... I, I feel like I'm very good at improvising things to a group I'm comfortable with. Or so even like preparing very jokes. Good at improvising. All right. No, no, just shut it. up and listen. You guys, I'm cool with because if I fuck up in front of you, it's fine. You know, we'll get a couple digs in. Journey you know, just cuts it out. Yeah. No, no. Never sees the light of the day. It's, it's chopped out of existence. Like it never happened. Heavily manufactured. Um, but then it's like in front of a group of like strangers, like even if it's like 50 people, like a comedy club. I don't know, man. You tell a joke and no one laughs. That's fucking painful. Like, that's painful. <laughs> At least with your friends, if no one laughs, you're like, all right, you move on. You know, it wasn't that funny. That's why you, you just got to go for the bigger and bigger audiences. If you did it in front of like 50 people and nobody laughs, that's rough, right? But if you did it in front of 5,000 people. Odds right? are. Exactly. Someone's going to laugh. Somebody would laugh. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. It would but probably like, no. be me. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, what about you? Would you do a little stand-up routine? Absolutely not. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that Jackbox games joke boat? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah. my god! Yes. Where you that, have to that, like that is a come fun up... game. I yeah. I fail so hard at that every time. I feel like my um I lived with my aunt and uncle last summer, and they like made this comment to my dad that my dad told me after they're like she's like really funny like she has like a good sense of humor and then my dad like got them to tell me like some instances and stuff of like mm -hmm. my dad was like no she's not tell me ex specific examples he doesn't believe them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, cat <laughs> there's he, no way and he told me some <laughs> of the instances and i wasn't even trying to be funny it was just me like like asking for like clarification or being like huh or like that's so funny. Yeah. I was like, I don't know confused. if that's a good thing, though. <laughs> I don't either. But they were like half of the time of like some of them were intentional, but most of them were just me like just saying the first thing that came to my mind, not trying to be like, ha, I'm going to make them laugh. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like but that you... means it worked. That means your crowd is just not the crowd you think it is. Maybe you're not good with like the 20 year olds or whatever, but like you're good at that, you know. <laughs> For, generation. 60, 60 to yeah. 60 to 65 85 plus sort of range of okay, humor. I'll try. you gotta start I'll try telling noel you gotta start telling the i hate my wife jokes that's it uh -huh. you win fish fish you got fear him, bro. me the old ball and chain <laughs> hunting trip i fucking stuff. hate that i understood that reference <laughs> i don't i don't get that can someone it's explain a fucking to me? fishing hat it's like it says some shit that's oh. like oh um <laughs> women want to be with oh me, my god want to yes. be me fish fear me or some shit like that 
why are all those graphic tees so disgusting? <laughs> I feel like they're always like that same sort of shitty Gildan gray uh, t-shirt. And it's like printed on them as like an American flag and grossest looking cartoon <laughs> art. I can't. It's Maybe, also like know. very like subtly racist a lot of the time, which is very very baffling to me. Is it is it very baffling to you? Is <laughs> it's like a little baffling, but I feel like shit's kind of like <laughs> it's. I don't it's, know. It's just like I don't know. All right, listen, Leander. This is what I'm talking about. You have I, to I have know low your expectations audience. for anybody who wears a fishing hat. You know, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I, it's I'm... not it's not a high bar they're trying to clear. So you know the minute. Your wife gives birth. You instantly materialize a base pro fishing hat on your head. <laughs> this is like in the lore of the fucking mm-hmm. world. I believe it. I, Should we talk about arcade fishing hat? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it's been bad. thirty minutes. <laughs> you know, we'll get to it eventually when it comes up naturally in conversation. And we'll we'll start talking about arcade. Speaking of fish. Speaking of fish, my God, did Vander fish? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we bring it up naturally in conversation all right so spoiler free review what did you guys think of arcane season one i really liked it i so- hold on i'm making haiku i really liked the show it had good art in it uh i want it- to kiss them nice <laughs> who's them i hope i hope jordine leaves in all the pauses because that was like 45 <laughs> minutes on our end i'm just waiting for her to come up with it uh and then... <laughs> my brain but... goes slow <laughs> okay but you thought it was a good show though right you enjoyed it i at first i was like the league of legends show you want me to watch what but then at the <laughs> at the end i was like yeah the league of legends show like you should you haven't watch seen it. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what about you, Hashim? Because I feel like I, I forced really this good. show down both of your throats, both of you. So <laughs> I will say this. Leander was like not pushy at all. He's making himself sound a lot worse than he actually was. Mm-hmm. He gave it very high praise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Like mm-hmm. if Leander, one of my fucking closest friends, people who I trust in their media knowledge is like, this is the best show ever. I'm a dumbass not to watch it because I'll be real with you guys. I was not going to fucking watch it. It's the League of Legends show. <laughs> it it literally carries this weight of I watch the League of Legends show. Like we should get pins afterwards saying like, you know, you survived because it, I, I th- really did think like in theory, this is not going to be good. Like I don't have high hopes for this. I maybe will like the animation. But like after I put on the first like half an episode, I was like, yo, yo, this kind of class this is fire. This kind of this kind of this kind of good. It's kind of good though. I'm going to I'm going to make a shirt that says I watched the League of Legends show and all I got was this <laughs> dumb t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. And you could wear that. You got to put pride, like the too. Yeah. You know the you know the A from the scarlet letter? Mhm. Mhm. You got to put that but in the font <laughs> of the arcane. <laughs> the League of Legends L just right there. <laughs> League of Legends. It's, you took a fat <laughs> L right there, bro. <laughs> Leander, what did yeah. you think? Oh yeah, I think it, I thought it was very good. I think it's my favorite show, really? probably. But <laughs> shut up! <laughs> I don't like Noel. Why did we invite her on? <laughs> Please, I don't um, know. I don't know. I do. I do think it's my favorite show, though. Probably, like if I have to limit it to drama, I feel like I you always qualify these things by like genre because it's pretty easy to compare things between. I don't know if I could compare it to like The Office or something. Yeah, so yeah. much like consistently good humor, but like this show. 
for for nine episodes, I've never felt the way I felt watching them. <laughs> and I've never done this. But immediately after finishing it, the next day I started watching it again. And I have now finished the season twice. And I don't even think that's going to be it for the year. I feel nice. like I'm going to go back to it. Like it's. Oh, it's a, it's it's an absolute like snack for mm-hmm, the eyes. Mm-hmm. When I <laughs> yeah. like in between watching it, when I wasn't watching an episode, I was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll real. be honest, guys. Like, I... It was difficult to get work done. <laughs> <laughs> I dude, see, okay. That first, I, I when I watched the first episode, I watched about half of it on my phone on the way to work. And I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. It looks very, very cool. But like I was watching it on my phone and then I didn't touch it for like two days. Then I finished that first episode and that night watch episodes two, three, four and five, <laughs> like literally not moving, sitting in my same little, you know, cozy home chair and just staring at the screen for like four and a half hours. And like, I would do it again. It was so, I, I was like cheering at my screen and stuff. And like, it was mainly because I was home alone. Like my roommates were all uh, away for Thanksgiving, uh, American Thanksgiving, not the real one. Um, oh my goodness. But, yeah. Throwing shade at the whole country. But yeah. So I was like cheering at my screen and shit. And I was like getting very into it. And I was like, you know, a little out of it, the happy hours and whatever. But like, anyway, it was, it was a good time. Can we get into the spoiler review? Because I have things to say. <laughs> let's absolutely okay. do it if you have not seen arcane you must go watch it you must yeah. like yeah. Uh, we you know all the other shit that we talk about none of that shit matters you know i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if you watch walter fitty or whatever the fuck doesn't matter <laughs> watch this shit i think you guys say that every episode that like live, yeah the like whenever episode. it's an actual good movie yeah. we're like yeah, yeah we don't mean it any other time but this time for real though yeah the one i'm okay, thinking but of this time is though the matrix you guys were like Okay, actually, this is the time you should go watch it. But, guys. <laughs> that was also is... our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is the no, time. No, no, we did Police Story, dog. How are you forgetting? Yeah, but it's like, that was a joke. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that joke consumed two hours of our individual time, followed by an hour of our shared time. <laughs> and then two hours of our editor's time. But it was a real funny joke. I hope it paid off for the members of It home. was a good joke. I laughed. I thought it was funny. You've been you've been had. Well That's part know, of my stand up routine, guys. Oh my god. You know what's wild? This is the fact that it's published now. There is now two hours that can be lost of anybody who listens to it. That time can in, <laughs> indefinitely be lost for, for anybody for forever. Anybody who chooses to spend it. That's, that's I can't beautiful. wait for next year's Spotify wrapped for our podcast to come back. And it just says, time wasted. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> like Spotify knows what's what. It's like, why'd you listen to this one? Police Literally, story. Bro. Episode 48. Listen, 63 or whatever in the year. Like, yeah. Anyway. Spoilers. All right. Spoilers. Yes. <laughs> uh, where do you want to start? Okay. I think I would classify this and you, you guys like agree or disagree with me. I would classify this as a tragedy. Does that make sense? It, I what do you what do you constitute a, a tragedy as a genre? I don't know if I understand that. What I'm saying is like nothing good happens for any of the characters involved. Nobody has a like a concise happy ending. You know what I mean? I thought Leander hates when that happens. <laughs> That's fine. No. Like but Like Leander no. hates when Bad things happen to characters. I always thought it was Leander doesn't like when characters don't get their comeuppance. Mm. Yes. That 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 is pretty much like a TLDR of how I feel about most TV shows. 
I, I don't like when the kind of writers of the show conveniently forget that their characters who do, have done bad shit um, should get bad consequences or even get realistic consequences. I don't want everybody thinking they're cool because they're a dick in high school. It's like you should, you know, you should not think reward of these people edginess. as bullies. Yeah, you shouldn't you, like real real people would not reward this behavior. So you shouldn't do it in your show. So like I everybody see. bullying Leslie Nope and then her like kind of, you know, taking it on her chin and then like the show kind of makes fun of her more. And I'm like, oh, no, people be nice to her. She's literally so kind. I don't know. OK, OK, I see. I see. So you're OK sort of with thing. what happened to these people in this tragedy i think it's because the entire cast is so fucking excellently written that it's impossible to hate anybody because they all have their individual motivations which are so good there is not a single character wasted in this show man like and i was really looking i was really looking for there to be just this you know blanket bad criminal character who we're all gonna hate and they (laughs) try to paint that as silco but it's not they try to paint that as like um uh, what's her name? Mel's mom. It's not like it, they're they're always so much more gray than that, and that gets to me. Oh, I love it. I remember learning about tragedy in English class, like tragedy versus comedy, but only in relation to Shakespeare. Yeah, but I didn't mean it in in a Shakespearean sense because, in a Shakespearean sense, a tragedy is just a sh- like something that where it's a bad ending, and a comedy is a good ending. I'm saying like tragic things happen to all the characters. That's it. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Like not one mm-hmm. of like I, I guess the only the only character that technically doesn't have a tragic ending is like maybe Echo and Heimer Heimerdinger. Yeah. The rat. <laughs> <laughs> but like besides yeah. that, that's it. Everybody else gets their shit rocked, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there there really is no positive like I and it's hard when I never thought about it like that. But yeah, you're kind of watching the story unfold and not watching these characters necessarily accomplish anything. You know, um, like it's it's just wait. like the world of Piltover and the Zahn or whatever combating one another. You're not watching one individual person get their story. There's no single main character who yeah. got from point okay, A okay. to B in the end. Just shit yeah, happened. I agree. I, I really liked it. Who is your uh, favorite character? Wait, before we before we get to that. Um, yeah. Are you guys cool with doing this like piece by piece, splitting it up? Because I have a lot to say about like a bunch of different shit, like from the show. Yes. Okay. Yes, you okay, guide us so, through it, dog. If if you have this all prepared, I'm down. I have all the episodes it, pulled up, and I have. It's not like of it. a, it's not really a preparation, but there was like five key points that I wanted to talk about, and it was Please like animation, animation, music, setting. <laughs> Like plot and story, and then characters, because I got oh, a lot yes. to say about characters. Yes, so this is good. This is good. I like this. Yes, good. Let's do it. Animation. I know my boy Leander was busting a nut with every fucking episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is literally impossible to find an episode that didn't have an iconic moment in it. They're yeah. all so fucking excellent, dog. You can. Uh, it's. I, I could not stop. There were, there were parts where I actually, in the middle of watching it, had to pause and collect myself, rewind yeah. to watch what I just processed again, and then <laughs> play it again. You clean up the and mess it... he made, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Like, every single yeah. episode has so... And you know what? Even even just... It's not like I'm taking only, like, the fight scenes or whatever and taking... Yes, that is the case, largely. Like, when you think of the most exciting scenes, they're going to be action scenes, right? But 
it's not like the whole episode relied on them because there could yeah. be a fight scene that is two minutes in the episode, but I'd still watch gladly the entire 50 minute thing because they still don't slack in animations of how character faces move and like how personified they are, like character mm-hmm. quirks and shit. So it's like they yeah. actually feel like realized people. So you're just watching a regular show. It just so happens the action is better than any fucking show you've seen to date. <laughs> I remember some scenes like um, like literally a character would make would react to someone saying something and it would yeah. focus on their face or something like their facial expression. And that would make me laugh, which I can't think of. It prob- they probably do it, but I just noticed that a lot. Like, they had such human reactions to things that I was like, oh, look at them. I 100% agree with you, Noelle. I feel like the the facial, like, how do I say this? Like, the is that direction, animation mm-hmm. of how they react to different scenes and different, like, cues is phenomenal. And I think the – I don't even know if this is, like, an animation thing or if it's, like, a character thing, but – you know the scene in the brothel where mm-hmm. Vi is walking past Caitlyn? Yes. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, that bitch is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scene that I'm talking about. I thought that was so great that it's like she has like a, you know, oh, okay, cool. You know what yeah. I mean? The the way her face like reacts Changes. to the information, it's, it's, it's just so excellent. Like you can completely tell the thoughts that are going through her head and like you don't need to have her explain, oh, I think Caitlyn might be into girl. It's like, no, you just have, you you realize what she's realizing. I don't know. It's so good. <laughs> Even, um, so this show is actually, we all caught it late. We weren't watching it when it was coming out. It was released in batches. So it wasn't week to week. Yeah, but it was they act, did drop right? sections. Yeah, so they dropped um, act one, like act one or batch one was uh, episodes one, two, and three, which is like one cohesive story of the four shit pops off. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then uh, batch two was up until the boy savior episode, episode seven oh, or something. Wait, including yeah. it? Not including it. No, that's why episode okay, seven okay. starts so radically different than like any other <laughs> episode. <laughs> like it, because right, it was, like, the, the opening, start yeah. Of, yeah, the opening of Batch, like, Batch 7 is just this beautifully animated 2D thing. And it's like, oh, get you excited for watching the rest of it. Um, but yeah, Batch 1. I'm going to be referring to them in parts. That's why I just explained that whole shit. So Batch 1, uh, there is the sections where you have Jinx, not Jinx yet, Powder and Vi interacting with one another, right? And the faces they make when it's like just talking to each other are so real that it actually like for episode three i had to pause sometimes because i was like actually tearing up at mm-hmm. some of the shit that they like performed the voice actors the animators yeah. like all of that coming to t- like oh god it was too much it was mm-hmm. really, really there's uh the biggest the biggest um in batch one the biggest well up for me was uh when vi realizes that her parents are dead literally the opening shot oh yes same Oh, oh my god. god, bro. Like the fucking And it's like the the thing is is you praise the acting for this. In a live action mm-hmm. show, you praise the acting and like the 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 actors like control of their face and their fucking emotions and all that shit. Mm. I you praise the animators here, but I don't know what to, I don't know what to call it, you know? Is it acting? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, you're right. I, the, art. I literally kept Yeah, the art of it because I kept thinking to myself like I'm so happy that I live in a time period where I can consume this because this is amazing. Like I am lucky to be able to watch this like masterpiece come together where it's like mm-hmm. the perfect set of animators and the perfect set of like performance artists and motion capture artists or whatever who managed to make this like, holy shit, dude. 
when yeah. when powder yeah. when powder has her breakdown and she like smashes the uh the monkey uh, monkey open <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i those scenes made me physically ill like physically uncomfortable mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. how yeah. just real and raw they were and it's like dog i can't say animation has made me felt like that before Same. but it 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 really did here. It really, really fucking did. Oh, God. I feel like I've only ever felt that way about movies and stuff when I'm watching it in yeah. theaters also. Okay. Where I, where I was... I, this might just be a me thing, but like I feel like when yeah, I watch yeah. movies on a big screen in theaters with the surround sound, it, they affect me and make me feel things so much more. But I was watching mm-hmm. this on my little dinky laptop in my little <laughs> dinky room, in my little dinky apartment, and I was like... Yeah immersed in it like i didn't yeah you would i did not feel like i was in my little dinky room that's what i like it, I it felt that. every single night where i, I it watched it over three nights right and it's like every night that i turned it off i felt myself like wow like i need to like take like it, i couldn't immediately go and do anything afterwards it usually was sleep because it was 3 a.m now but like <laughs> it, it's just like I take a step back and i'm like holy shit i don't know what i just i i, I need to process i would like leave the credits playing so I could hear the music and mm-hmm. use that as like a wind down. It was like I, I could never just like start a next episode or whatever. It always took some time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually a really good segue into the next point, which is music. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I was first watching it, I, I sent a message to the group chat. I said, I don't know if I'm a big fan of the licensed music. I don't mm-hmm. think you guys agreed with me on that. Come on, no. Hashem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen. Listen. I like the music i like the yeah. songs i like the like like the original soundtrack is a fucking banger you know like mm-hmm. word like every single song is heat for different reasons but i'm Wait, not a fan yeah, of licensed music what oh i was just waiting well, I, she was, yeah. I was she's waiting for the butt yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a fan of of uh licensed music in shows or movies in general unless it fits the the theme if that makes sense like, Unless uh-huh. it's Imagine Dragons. <laughs> In this one, it's okay. <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? The example that I have is, is Spider-Verse, right? Or like yep. 8 Mile. Like in 8 mm-hmm. Mile, licensed music is fine because it's a, mov- it's a movie about a rapper, right? Yeah. Uh, in Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. like Miles is listening to hip-hop, so it makes sense that the album used in the movie is hip-hop. But for this show, like nobody's going to be playing playgrounds when they're going into the uh the lanes or whatever don't get me wrong yeah. i think the music choice is phenomenal and i think the the songs that they chose for each specific scene and how they chose it or how they like cued it together with the action was great but i always find that an original like soundtrack as opposed to like licensed music always hits a little harder for me does that make sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i i think that's like a fair thing i can see what you mean I don't think I have as much of a reaction to it as you do, though. I think watching it the second time, I did notice some, though. Because immediately after finishing the first watch, I started jamming to, like, the soundtrack on Spotify on repeat during work, right? And so I I have, like, a ear for the songs a lot more now, and I can, like, picture the times where they played in the show. And I was trying to remember them, but only had a vague memory because I just binged it. But watching the second time now... I had all those songs locked in my head and I was like, oh, this is where they play it. Interesting. And I found myself kind of like disconnected a, w- a bit from, from the show. Screen. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is actually just straight up music that's playing over this. Like it's not related. <laughs> I mean, there is a scene like um, end of the show 
bar fight, right? Where they incorporate the yes. literal jukebox. Yes, I was thinking about that scene and I freaking loved good. it. That's right. a good so scene. I think that's that's what you're saying because they've established it in the world. They've kind of built that into it. But I, ex- I know the exact scene you're talking about where they're introducing the lanes the first time they go underground and they yeah. just have playground playing. And it's like, it looks cool and it feels cool the first time. But when you actually pay attention to what you're hearing, it's kind of like, why is why like why is it there? <laughs> it's an, I, I, like an establishing uh-huh. shot should not have music over it that like that. You know what I mean? Like I um I, maybe that's not the right way to say it. I think the ominous tone of the lanes is set up with the imagery that you have and with yeah. the actual music that's playing. I don't need somebody to tell me that oh, welcome to the playground. Like all right, bro, I get it. <laughs> I, I think I get your sentiment and I don't know if I agree because it's so the visual is so ingrained in my head now of how fucking cool some of those establishing shots look, especially with the loud, like punky type music in the background. But I do think as like an art piece, you're probably right that it could have been improved without them. And plus, honestly, the OST itself sounds excellent or not. I don't yeah. know what you call that. It's the really actual- good. Yeah, like the the non-licensed music is very, very good anyway. So you don't need to rely on it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta get those royalties. <laughs> Dude, no, what do you think? Like, How is the music for you? Have you been jamming to the soundtrack? I have not, but I have been meaning to. Um, I don't know. I just like the like catharsis that Imagine Dragons mu- music makes me feel. Like... Mm-hmm. I can't. That's a very of... good word. Yeah, like it just like. I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. It's very good workout music for me because it mm. gets me pumped enough, and when I'm finished the set, like I feel okay. Like I, I need to wind down for a little bit, and their music always has like a little bit of a wind down at the end. Okay. I like that shit. When it hits, like notes on like timing, that made no sense. When it crescendos or whatever the fuck when there's like a big release in imagine dragons they go hard they like hit every symbol in a four block radius and like the (laughs) drums blare up so it's like it feels really epic and how they present that along with the animation in the show for like heavy punches or big Mm -hmm. landings or big character moments or it's just so good so apparently dan reynolds i think is his last name I think Jardine mm-hmm. told me this. He like broke his hand because he punched a drum too hard during. See, the... that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like <laughs> that's, that's like that that sums up Imagine Dragons. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> as much as we're talking about how impactful the soundtrack was, like you know, fucking punch a brick wall. There's also like <laughs> Act Three or Act One ends, and it like spins the camera as it goes into the like sewer. And yeah. holy shit, the soundtrack for that was like chilling, like hauntingly yeah. good. Like goodbye. The, the, yeah, how they established mellow and sad sort of somber scenes with their OST is fucking amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, especially this is for why the I'm first conflicted. time writers of television. I don't know how the fuck they got this made. It's so. Are good. they first time writers? Well, the creative director. I couldn't find anything of their other work maybe they have directed other stuff but like the the main creative leads are from riot like they're not from the world of television or whatever but the main creative directors are from riot games all right hear hear me i think 
I actually this this actually oh, oh this is a really good segue into my next point, which is setting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm like I'm trying to hit all the highlights. <laughs> yeah, I like this. We had a lot of segues in this episode. I'm kind of liking it. Very smooth. Bro, watch your step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really really well thought out and well established world mm-hmm. from the show alone. I have mm-hmm. no exposure. Like, I, I I'm assuming Noel knows a little bit more about League than than. Leander, you're a resident this? league oh, expert. Oh, no, please. no, I was a resident league expert. God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All what right. I'm saying is, for somebody who's never played the game, this feels like a lived-in world. If that makes sense, Piltover and Zon have existed years before we got introduced to the plot, and they will exist for years after. Mm-hmm. Like we're literally just dropped in. We're experiencing it as it's as the events are happening to our to the characters that we're following. But the setting is always like consistent and it's always changing with the plot. I fucking love that shit. Like it's just and there's no like it like yeah, there's establishing shots to show how cool the scenes are or whatever, but I don't know. It like it's very immersive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. They don't take time to explain shit to you with like, you know, people discussing it or whatever. They just show you what the characters are doing and the characters are just going about their day. So it's like the the like, all, everybody who lives underground under Piltover, right, has this ability to just parkour over buildings, right? <laughs> but they oh, don't yeah, tell you that as like a, as a oh yeah, since we were young we had to learn to do shit, whatever, right? But in the first episode, they just have little kids running on the tops of buildings, and then later on they reference, you know, my little sister could do that when she was seven, and it's like just those two notes tell you that the people who live underground have to learn to traverse the environment in like a much different yeah. way, or yeah. just how vertical it is with that big elevator coming down, like of course that's important now, because it's all very, like, systemic and kind of creepy how everybody's built on this cast level of like ascending importance or whatever, but like yeah, so if you live on the bottom, you do have to climb down, and I, it's just they don't take time to explain it. They just have the characters need to do it for plot reasons. Mm-hmm. And you as an audience member will pick it up by absorbing it. I, I love that. I, I love that a lot. <laughs> There's also um, character motivations and character actions make more sense as you learn about the world. Right? So, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know that Victor was from the underground until he specifically says or until we have a flashback about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when you find that out, it explains a lot of his like actions. Like the reason why he wasn't so quick to cast out Jace earlier on mm-hmm. is because he's like he doesn't give a fuck about the rules as much as everybody else does, right? Yeah, and the yeah. same with Mel as well is like the reason why she's she seems much more detached when she's or she seems more how do I say this? She seems more like an impartial leader compared to the other counselors is because she's literally not from there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And even, like, for Mel, right, they establish her as kind of being not, like, uh, more more cunning, kind of like the Cersei yeah. Lannister of, of this world, right? Like, Except trying to likeable. get ahead of everybody. <laughs> yeah. But also, it's like you kind of start off with assuming that she's trying to take advantage of Jace, right? Yeah. Like, the way she kind of puts her claws into him and, like, oh, you know, I got you on the council, but now you need to convince all these people and let corruption slide for them or whatever. Like... That whole thing is kind of cunning and deceiving, right? But the second it flips over to it being about starting a war, she is completely against that side of her being. She's like, no, Jace, you don't know what the fuck you're doing because 
her origin story is coming from a land where that yeah. was commonplace. It's like such well established characterization that just makes sense through the world without having to stop and tell you. It's just, ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah. God. I was going to say, is it like this in the game? <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But I like how, like, well developed and well rounded and how like each character is their own person yeah like they they thought through each character and like none of them are bland yeah seriously it's it's like wildly impressive even like random one-off characters who i think are just not important like silco has a scientist working for him making purple goo and you find that out very early right is that his name yeah i think so oh i didn't know that but yeah, so that's, he just what, has that's what Victor scientist. calls him at least. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you think the scientist isn't important? And very early on, he gets consumed in a ball of flames. And so you're like, <laughs> okay, scientist is dead, right? But then you find out like, oh, no, the scientist has been around here for ages with this apparently fucking giant axolotl. It's trying cute. to keep up with us. It was not cute it what was... he did to it. Oh, but like... <laughs> that was like. Yeah, like you have this character who's just like like Hashim said, been in the world regardless of the story being told. You know, yeah. like they have their own history there, and they had just their use in the plot. But that doesn't mean that they didn't have a where they came from and where they're going. Like he has his own motivations, even if we don't know them or they're not relevant to the story between Silco and Vander or whatever. You know, I'm so, so glad cool. that League. It released the game for 10 years just so they can promote this this show. I'm just so happy about that. <laughs> Best, yo, honestly, marketing 101 right there. Mm-hmm. There are some wild fucking League characters, though, that I don't think are ever going to make it into the show. I mean, there's that, like hundreds or whatever of League champions, so they're definitely not all going to make it in. But like the okay, world but... of League of Legends has wild creatures. But this is what I was like. This is why I was glad that you brought up like the cinematic universe before. Is I think this mm-hmm. is such a perfect place to start. It's so good. <laughs> like they set up. I don't know. I don't know where any of the fucking other planets or countries are or whatever. But mm-hmm. at least they recognize that Mel's uh, mother comes from a different place. Okay. Yeah. And they have their own conflict over there. And then you have the hex gates that are traveling freight across the world or whatever. There's an ice mm-hmm. place where Jace is from. Like, mm-hmm. it's such, it's so, and like, this is what, the, honestly, I didn't want to play League for the fucking video game. I just wanted to know more. <laughs> I literally just wanted to know more. Give me the lore. Give me for the real. lore. Can I read it? <laughs> is there a, a fucking League of Legends book? Like, there are so many still mysteries. Like, you think we have this full cohesive story, but like, we still don't know who saved Jace. Mm-hmm. where they came yeah. from like, who that True. mage is like none of that stuff or like the conflict that first arose between piltover and like there's so much history there that we're never going to get told not like there's future stories to be told but like the world is built off of this event that the audience doesn't know about but that the characters have been experiencing for so long it's ingrained yeah. into them so like yeah. when vander talks it's with like this deep kind of tragedy about knowing the what happened on that bridge even if we as an audience don't know exactly what happened it's so good mm-hmm. God. i agree good show <laughs> good show i think there's there's one more thing i wanted to mention about um oh this is like a fan theory thing because we were talking about the scientists okay. earlier but like i don't know if this is true this is my head canon and it won't be important because spoiler alert silco dies at the end of the season right oh no but it's interesting because 
it's never fully explained where Silco like came from. Like we know that Silco and Vander were part of the resistance that got smushed by like um Piltover. Piltover. But why? All we know is that Vander choked him to death and, you know, vague references to the dispute between them. But like he presumably looks like he died, right? Like Silco, he looks like he drowned in that pool and mm-hmm. didn't actually survive or whatever. And now all we see of him is having this giant scar on his face, right? So my headcanon is that like the the uh scientist saved him the same way that he repaired that the same way that Victor repaired James. his leg. Like he used the I don't know if it was like the hex core or whatever, all that shit, but he did use the um purple goo to like fix his shimmer. eye and that's why he needs to keep yeah shimmer he used the shimmer to like fix his eye and that's why he needs to keep injecting it and stuff and like that's how it repaired his skin but it still looks all cracked and jagged and stuff and like i think the fact that i can have this canon in my head and there, it, there's no, no reason to explain it now the character died it was never told or whatever it just goes to show how like wonderfully consistent like you were saying the characters and the plots and yeah. the mechanisms of magic and drugs or whatever in this show are that I don't yeah. know. I just really appreciate it. That's all. <laughs> I also think like like what gives credence to that theory is that the first person he brings Jinx to when she's close to dying is the is Singed or the scientist or whatever. Yeah. So like yeah, right. It makes sense that he would think because my assumption is this motherfucker makes drugs. What the fuck does he know about healing people? you know <laughs> like why would he be the first person that you go to uh, the per the i don't know i don't know it's it's very that's a very no. cool thought you're, you're I, right. uh, it's, it's like it also changes the relationship between the two characters because from the beginning you think oh silko's a drug boss this is the drug engineer or whatever the guy who yeah he's his chemistry. boss exactly right yeah exactly but then if if what we're theorizing is true then that changes the way that you can see how he brings Jinx in is like, please fix it. It's like kind of like bringing it to like your boss or not your boss, but yeah. like a, a friend, an old friend, like, mm-hmm. please help me out here. And then it's not like an act of defiance when the scientist knocks him out. It's like, dude, you don't know what you're doing. An act of mercy. Like, you weren't. Yeah, it was an act of mercy between friends sort of thing. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Weird, weird, but cool. I like it. I want to talk more about the art because I think it's pretty. <laughs> as jinx gets like more unhinged they use like two styles of like animation where they get used it kind of reminded me of spider-verse because they make it like kind of comic booky and there's like neon like scribbles and stuff that yeah and it's almost like you're like seeing like when you're like seeing what she's seeing but then it's also like like in the background around her i thought that was super cool how it's it's yeah i've never seen that before yeah childish like scratch drawings and like x's and stuff kind of like this harley queen harley quinn aesthetic harley queen. the the late 2000s or late 2010s but yeah i gotta like, be honest um yeah sorry because you mentioned harley quinn i was genuinely confused or i was worried that they were gonna make her a harley quinn ripoff episode four when she first gets introduced mm-hmm. like as jinx because she was just being crazy yeah. and shit and i was like oh fuck here we go again you know, mm-hmm. like I don't want to see this shit. This story has been told a thousand times. What's that? What's it, that one quote? Uh, he was, she was his queen. She. Oh, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was fierce and crazier than him. She was his queen, and God help anybody who disrespected his queen. 
That's it. That's bro, so you cold. better get your fucking Suicide Squad <laughs> squad quotes on check, bro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. Like, I think when that first scene that kind of introduced her, she goes off and, like, is a bit wild, right? But mm-hmm. yeah. almost immediately, they dissuade your nervousness with how she reacts to the pink-haired firelight. Yeah. Like, it's like, holy shit. Like, immediately, you still see the character is in there. The yeah. character has yeah. just been deeply scarred by, like, this past event and we're now only seeing it like three years later so i i I agree though oh my god i love that aesthetic of like how she's they don't they don't ever address it but she is screaming at these like schizophrenic visions of the people she's killed and like no characters ever really pointed out or tried to examine it more deeply but it's like present always (laughs) i don't know it's Mm -hmm. really I really think it's interesting. You know what's what's funny is the girl that played her played Cho Chang in Harry Potter. Huh. I don't Wait, know. R- really? Yeah. Or I might just be it? a fucking piece of shit. Uh, Kate Luang, I think, oh. is her name. I could be wrong. Oh, Kate, I could she, be... she played Caitlin. She played Caitlin. Is that who it is? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the IMDb. Ella Purnell. I don't know who either of these actresses are, but yeah. Well, I lied then. LOL. <laughs> I don't know. LOL. LOL. <laughs> Get it? Did you have a Oh, you're funny. Did you have a favorite character at all? Me? Oh, yeah, either of you. I, no, you first. I don't I don't think so. I I like Jinx. I like mm-hmm. Vi. My initial um when I saw Jace for the first time, I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> Bro, you I know what? Talking about who you want to smash? <laughs> okay, no, no. no if we're talking idea. about who you want to smash, it's everybody. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Heimerdinger. Ooh! No, <laughs> absolutely, bro. He <laughs> looks so fucking it? fluffy. <laughs> he's you the ultimate him? Delph. That man is three hundred and sixty-two <laughs> years old. He is all beard. He's, he's keep, keep you warm. Do you have a favorite character? Uh, I think I. It's probably Echo. Oh, I really <laughs> liked Echo, yeah. especially him grown up. Echo's fucking aesthetic is so goddamn cool the entire show. I can't get yeah. enough of any time he's on screen. Like, holy shit. And though it's not really Echo's thing, like Jinx's bridge scene, not their fight, not even their fight. Their fight was amazing, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. But that firelight explosion thing, yes. the Hunger Games Act 3 shit, was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was so cool and i just have that green kind of firework look to it yes. i associate that heavily with uh echo and i love i don't know the firelights are so awesome his jet's so cool i liked his tree <laughs> nice tree very nice tree <laughs> that was a nice it looking was, tree it was, i also it there's was um go ahead noel oh i was just gonna say i also like like how dark and like shadowy everything is like i feel like that must be hard to animate like but only then... in the underground which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, each... Like, this is going back to setting, I guess, but each setting has such a distinct, like, feel to it. Like, I feel like this show would be very... It'd be so easy to make just the underground just gray. Yeah. Which it oh. is, but then they throw, like, such neon, Grays vibrant... And greens. Yeah. And purples. I like green. You're absolutely right. Like, I, I very much felt that whenever they showed the abs, I, I don't know what you call it, but like the depths where they had like the oh, yes. kind of leper style, biblic, like plague affected <laughs> people who had the taken shimmer, shimmer people. Yeah, the shimmer people. Like, Sheeple. it was 
literally pure black, Sheeple. pure just darkness, and people shrouded in cloaks, only lit uh-huh. by one giant neon sign of the drug kingpin's production facility. It's like, how much more kind of dystopian, grim aesthetic can you get? Mm-hmm. But I love that. And, you know, honestly, I think a lot of it comes from this sort of gold trim, like, gears turning steampunk aesthetic yeah. that the show went for is so fitting and like so well suited for the art style they were going for it feels like playing i don't know if either of you have played dishonored but it's like this really fun kind of game by arcane studios holy shit oh. there's such an overlap there oh my goodness it's but- all connected <laughs> yeah <laughs> arcane with Set a k that up. but close enough yeah <laughs> turns out they've been in works for years but yeah like they have that like same aesthetic of like very formal attire but the formal attire is like kind of they're protected by guards made that are robots or whatever and like you know swords and shields and stuff instead of necessarily like guns and bullets like it's yeah no anyway i'm just saying that the aesthetic was very cool (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i agree i agree i like when things look pretty (laughs) i like when people use big hands to fight that's why Vi is my favorite character. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, now Vi, I think I'm a really big fan of Victor, if I'm being real. I also really like Victor. Like, Yo, from what I'm hearing. such a tragic story. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Felt so bad. Episode 9 but hurt, it's, or 8, I think. But, yeah. What do you guys think of, like, how the characters, like, stories converged, if that makes sense? Or diverged? Came what together? I, came apart? <laughs> In what sense? Like, do you have someone in mind you're thinking yeah. of when you ask this? Like, for example, Jinx and and Vi are together throughout all the first three episodes. They're apart for the last, for the middle three, and then the, they're together again for the last three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was so good because they they the, near the end they're both talking about how the other has changed and how it's not just like one that's changed; it's both of them. And Mm -hmm. you see that in the actual interactions that they have because they are only together for six out of the nine episodes with the gap being in the middle. You know what I'm saying? So we as an audience have a chance to see how they've changed apart and how they interact together when they come back. And not just that, like even even like Caitlin and Jace's dynamic and like Victor and Jace's dynamic. Oh, I see what you mean, I think. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I like Mm -hmm. ultimately there's not much of a plot to the show like there are driving factors but all those driving factors are characters like there's characters that are deciding it's a weird thing to say but i agree with that (laughs) there isn't really a plot it's Mm -hmm. it's one of the characters who have motivations trying to further their actions at every step and it's just like consequences and whatever play out which i guess you could call a plot but it's not driven by any single actor or even yeah, single faction. No, like, uh, it's yeah, just like that's every true. Indi- everybody is just so interwoven. Like the the elements of their story. Like when Hexcore becomes popular, it's affected the world in such a way that that changes what Mel's kind of direction as a character is. You know. But even Silco's even Silco's enterprise wouldn't have gotten as big as it did without Hexgates becoming so prevalent. Like he was smuggling mm-hmm. shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think I I do like that. Then it makes the show feel so much more like rich. Ooh, and rich think, is a nice word. <laughs> yeah, even even the the simple time passing right leaves you with so many like kind of questions things you could fill in in the yeah. intermittent time. That's so 
cool and mm-hmm. lets you feel the jarring effects of like oh things aren't the same as i always remember when vi gets reintroduced right because yeah. she it's kind of shitty she's just been off screen in jail for three years <laughs> right so yeah <laughs> it's like when she does come back to the world you're getting this every man sort of experience through vi of having not seen it so when she sees the last drop it's now like a pop in nightclub it's like it hits different because mm-hmm. you're with her when you see it Yes, I don't know. Yeah, for the first time, yeah. And actually, I don't know if you are, but I still think when she goes and sees it, I think Caitlin has an offhanded comment about like, oh, I think this body's buried in that basement. And she's yeah. like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. She's like, actually mad? <laughs> because yeah. like, yeah, she grew up there. I don't know. It's, in the basement. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I like, I think I could go on a 50 minute rant about every individual character. Yes. Because <laughs> there's so much that like, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I genuinely don't know where to start. I really like <laughs> Vi. I really, really like Vi. And I think mm-hmm. that her and Powder both went through the exact same traumatic experiences. But the way that they both, like, change afterwards is so fucking cool to watch. You mm-hmm. know? Like, I it- don't know. What the fuck is the word? Juxtapose? Is that a fucking good enough word? <laughs> Jinx's I backstory, know, I think we're not giving her enough kind of she's the I guess you would say if there was one, she'd be the main character. Maybe Vi, but largely the show is about Jinx. A lot of the characters have considerations for Jinx. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But like she has such a tragic story. And I think just even dissecting her story is so interesting to talk about because it's like you could see her as just being unhinged and like, oh, that's kind of annoying, Harley Quinn sort of chaos causer. Right. But it's all rooted in this like idea that she is this jinx, like everything she does makes shit go wrong. And unfortunately, like you see that play out <laughs> like yep. whenever she does. Everything she touches like, turns bad. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want it to be true. You want to be like, no, it's just you actually being a bad actor. But like without her knowledge, they were brokering a peace deal and she fucking nuked the palace. <laughs> the yep. the la- it's like. <laughs> <laughs> If you tried, you couldn't have done something worse. Like, you yeah, just, it's the character. I will not say standing. I don't know. OK, I have two points to make. The reason why I say Jinx and Vi are very good juxtaposes is because they like essentially have the same backstory. Right. Mm-hmm. They both lost their parents. They both lost Fander and their found family at the exact. I mean, not at the exact same age, but around the exact same time. Right. The yeah. only difference is that Jinx had somebody that would feed into her destructive impulses right she had silco the only reason that vi vi didn't is because vander was holding her back and he was always like you can't just be doing shit you got to consider all the circumstances of the people around you because if you tell them what does he say if you tell them to dig a hole they'll bring a shovel or whatever yeah yeah like something like that like that they'll start a fight as well they literally follow behind you yeah the other thing that I have to say is um, I don't think that be- that peace deal would have passed, to be honest with you. I don't think Silco would have given up Jinx. Oh, He's, no, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, Silco was dead at that point anyway. Like, the deal was off or whatever. But, like, oh, my God, Silco's also such an interesting character. I just want to bring <laughs> yeah. about how his relationship with Jinx is some- one of the most fucking amazing things I've ever seen on screen of how they make this, like, cutthroat villain absolutely heartfelt and compassionate. Yeah. Oh my god, him crying over the fountain under Vander's statue mm-hmm. is like 
oh my god that scene where he's like oh daughter daughter just breaks you like you can't can't put anything ahead of her like oh god anyway sorry what i was I saying think... about jinx it's like i she's it's it's still true though that like when she does act it usually ends up with the scenario being worse than it was before yeah yeah and like if she had just sucks yeah. yeah like i feel like every time she goes to do something i'm like no wait no wait and then like the disappointment <laughs> that you feel <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm even like yeah. on a basic like every actually you know what i take back my statement every single enticing action in the show happens because of jinx every single one like the bomb blowing up at the start is jinx yeah them dropping the things and getting almost caught by the people is jinx yep her blowing yep. up vander and uh clagger and whatever the third guy's name is milo that's jinx yep. she steals the hex core she blows up the town like, every single enticing action that happens in the show is Jinx. <laughs> every other character is just reacting to it. Yeah, and, and but the thing is, is that she's always trying to do what she sees as right in her head. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I made a bomb, I'm going to help them. But it's because she doesn't have access to all the information at the time, right? Like, I think if she had known... You know, that her, I don't know, let's say, for example, when she's running away at the beginning, right? Like, her bombs didn't work. If she had, you know, come back around or looped around to find her friends again, they could have helped because they had already beaten up every other bully. So it was yeah. just her left, right? Like, he wasn't ex exactly a threat. And, like, the second one, like, she didn't know what was going on behind that door when she nuked it. Or the third yeah. one, she didn't know what was going on in that room that she just launched a missile at, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, every single time. And that's what makes her the jinx. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. tragedy, absolute tragedy. There's, um, You're right on this genre. I don't know. I, 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 I want to, I don't know which, what character to talk about. <laughs> Silco is great. <laughs> Are there any more of your categories that you had? No, we, we talked about them. I had animation, music, uh, setting, plot, and characters. So we're basically mm -hmm. on characters. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of talked about plot. That plot is non-existent, bro. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> plot <laughs> is the characters. Not in a bad way. No, absolutely not. In in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Kind of the same way that Game of Thrones doesn't have a plot. Like That's what it felt like. Very political intrigue. Multiple parties. Multiple storylines parallelized. Like that sort of thing. I'll be honest. I felt the same way. But in the sense that like Game of Thrones has a lived-in world. So I felt more close... Like, I related this to Game of Thrones in the setting, more so the plot. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think the aesthetic of this show is much more enticing to me as a person than, like, kind of that old family high fantasy? hierarchy, high fantasy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Not as That's fair. into that. That's fair. I, Do love me I some like dragons, this... though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does League of Legends have dragon in it? A lot of the parties of Game of Thrones are just families that are all rich in their own right fighting one another right but this is very much a class struggle between factions and i think Hell? it's much more interesting yeah <laughs> someone say class struggle i don't want to watch rich people fight each other in different houses like that's lame i agree i, don't give a shit. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly uh, you know what i keep thinking though why did why did it have to why did this show have to be the league show 
Yeah. That's his only, like, like it's Why tempted. do I have to qualify it? Yeah, right? Why, anytime I recommend it, someone's going to be like, oh, that's the League show. And Literally. I have to qualify it with, I don't play League of Legends, but. <laughs> like, I can't not. It's impossible Because not every to. good thing has a caveat, bro. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, I've been recommending you- it to people, and I'm like, like, you should legitimately watch it. And they're like, oh, that's, like, the League of Legends show, right? And I'm like... Yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> okay, but you can't even say that you haven't played League because you I've, fucking played League. I've never played League in my life. I don't know what that game That's is. That's fair. Good. I, I you, keep you know, just way. just to be transparent here because we're all friends. We're all like, you know, we all hang out. We all know each other. Expose I have him. played played League before. I've like tried it. I mean, my friends were very into League in high school, so I have launched the game and given it a shot. But uh, I wouldn't say very long, maybe like under a month tops. Uh, yeah just wanted to put that out there Hashim. i hope i'm not cut um i'm sorry guys we're gonna have to cut this episode short <laughs> for sure. episode short <laughs> it's been an hour and a half <laughs> honestly an, an hour and a half wasted because you know what you could have done you could have watched an episode and a half of arcane two two episodes maybe two yeah maybe two episodes yeah go watch it nothing but good things to say and like Fuck my opinion, obviously, because I'm a dumbass. <laughs> but please watch this show. If you don't listen to anything else that we've said, please watch this show. And if Go. you've seen it again, don't ignore that statement. Watch it again. If yeah. you've seen yeah. it already, watch it again. Go. Yeah. Go now. Just don't play League. Noel, how about you hit us with a item that we're going to rate with? Okay. Hex cores. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, All right. that's a good one. And what's your what's your rating, Noel? This is out of twelve, right? You have some skewed yeah. scale. Yes, yeah. we do. Okay, guys. I think this year I have watched like maybe five movies <laughs> and like maybe two shows. All of them were with us. <laughs> <laughs> True. I have like eleven point five. Yeah, that's okay. fair. I don't even yeah, know re- I don't even know what I don't even know what could where that point five could be made up, I just feel like, yeah, yes, that's my score. Be confident, embrace, embrace your score. You nailed it. Eleven point five. What about you? I would give it an eleven out of twelve. Eleven out of twelve, and I will give it a twelve out of twelve. Nice yeah, for for my score. Yeah, first perfect rating on Jump Cut, maybe. Woo! That's crazy. Yo, happy fiftieth episode, guys. We did it. <laughs> we broke Leander. That motherfucker gave a score higher than me. End it here. <laughs> <laughs> this I think is the, last the only episode. one near. I, I don't. I, I wish we actually kept track of this because we literally haven't. We have a spreadsheet and everything. I that sounds like a thing we should go back and do and keep track of what our scores have been. But I want to say Fox one, Fantastic Mr. Fox was the only other one I gave a very high score to, and it's like eleven. Yeah, but that might be wrong. Either way, great movie. Y'all should go. A great show. Y'all should go watch it. You should I watch just want to know sure. if the people at Riot are okay. <laughs> I um, hope they are. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they're. I, Although I, hope I they're think... chained to their desks making. Season <laughs> that's, that's Bro, what I hope. making season three too. I'm just glad that they have the same <laughs> appreciation for buff women that I do. <laughs> Bonk. Everybody's what? jacked. Oh my god. <laughs> Vi is so jacked. The uh, Mel's mom makes me feel small. Uh, 
like yeah, not, she very not much like, does. Not like from a Jack sense, but no. like I feel sheepish when she enters the scene. I think that's like, the point I, of her. Uh, she has such a menacing presence. I feel shriveled up and tiny. Especially how she tosses around that little boy that she kind yeah. of looks up. Yeah, that was very that was very I mean, listen, I understand, you know, I think that that's what the point, but I don't know. Do you want to know another Ooh. world building thing? Um yes. the brothel that they enter, Vi and uh Caitlin, one of the establishing shots is a guy vaping with a girl on his lap, right? Presumably. Mm-hmm. Um that guy is the same character model as the one who is hooking up with Mel's mom later on in the series. That's really so, funny. Yeah, it's like consistent. Like that's where he came from. His whole thing is kind of sex dens or whatever, I guess. Nice. But yeah. Good for him. <laughs> good good also, for him. High five, my guy. Wait, before I forget, because I read about this today, apparently um, they put a time difference between when Caitlin and Vi get to Caitlin's house and when they meet the council because they wanted to leave it up to the watcher's imagination as to what happens in between. Oh. <laughs> they cuddled. Confirmed. Maybe they held hands a little bit. They held hands. Might have spooned a little bit if they were feeling Ooh! a little racy. Who knows? Who that, knows? They have that scene where they're like lying in bed together and talking about like, oh my God, that was another sad, great yeah. character moment where she's talking Good about how scene. they used to play games with powder. Oh my God. Mm-hmm good scene i used to scare the monsters away fuck i'm in tears <laughs> i think i'm gonna go watch it again <laughs> it's I think, so good i think i'm gonna go watch it again it's okay oh my god i okay and if i have to i don't i don't think we talked about it but if i have to pick a, a absolute favorite scene it has to be the like 45 second fight scene between or not 45 seconds probably like 25 second fight scene between um echo, echo? and jinx yep. so that is the fucking cool <laughs> the perfect ever rendition i've ever seen of the old friends to enemies fight 100 mm. <laughs> percent. it's so good it, it, it's making me tear up right now thinking about it holy shit i think i just heard your all glasses right. noise yeah <laughs> i've been bumping the microphone all over the place sorry jordine this is also the longest episode we've ever recorded i think so jordine i love uh, you you know what it's, it's worth <laughs> it uh note to the editor we care about you no, to the editor, what if we put our Minecraft beds next to each other? Haha. <laughs> 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 that's, I think that's it. I think that, yeah. that we're good, right? Yeah. So we still have the next movie locked in of Secret Life of Walter Mitty. But yeah. Noel, why don't you give us a next recommendation? Oh, You can God. just improv this. We didn't oh, ask God. you to prepare this. This is I... kind of just off the cuff, whatever movie you feel like you want us to dedicate maybe a few hours of. And not even just Our us, time. actually, just a like human human lifetime. Jordina will have to edit. We'll have to watch just it. Just remember, it is going to be it. immortalized on the internet. Yeah, and that that shit's not going anywhere. So you are making an impact <laughs> on this world with whatever you say next. So, yeah, uh, just hit us with the recommendation, Noah. The only movie that is popping into my head right now mm-hmm. is Toy Story 1. Hell Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah that's a great pick the only reason she's doing it is because she has in her head that i am the guy who's never seen it and i have now taken that on as a persona that i have never seen Toy Story One. so this will now destroy that persona and stomp it on the floor i will leander you're about to become part of the sheeple (laughs) part of the sheeple fuck oops okay well it's done toy story one all right so two weeks after uh, our episode on Walter Mitty. Noel, you want to hit us with a send off? 
All um, the Twitters and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you're having a lovely day. Follow them at Jump. Cut no way. She's pulling up. She's pulling FM. up our Twitters. No, no, no. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, Jump okay. cut. Dot FM. Jump cut FM on Twitter. Yeah. Dot FM. Dot FM. Or Jump. no FM on Twitter. No dot. No dot. Uh, follow them on Jump Cut FM on Twitter. Leander is at Leander. Leander. Hashem is yep. at the hash with two A's. Ooh, she's got it. <laughs> Jordine, mm-hmm. the editor, also my friend, is at Jar. Nope, default bird. I think you guys do that every <laughs> single time. And I just did it too. And Good. I would like to not be perceived. It's okay. Noel does not exist. I don't exist. Your, twi- your, your Twitter is private anyway. It's okay. If you follow yeah. me, I will decline it. Also, <laughs> our editor, Jordan, Etsy store. You you know, you know how it works. Blue Moon Paper. Ahem. Ahem. Also, my friend, Jordan, and also editor, has uh, an Etsy store at Blue Moon Paper on Etsy. Um, banging stickers. Mm. The <laughs> best scrunchies I've ever had. Yeah. Also, she's just kind of cute. So follow her. <laughs> yeah, she just got a new tattoo. So tell her how congratulations, happy birthday, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow Hashem's embarrassed Nintendo Switch Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Hash yes, and a Switch. No, yes, <laughs> Hash him. and a Switch. Because he's a little baby and can't tweet on Main about no. video games. <laughs> what if a cute girl sees me? I tweeted about Minecraft mods yesterday, little big boy. <laughs> you have a girlfriend. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think that's it for us. Let's, yeah. Let's see if we can all time this together. All right. All right. Three, two, one. It's, it's been, been real. 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 <laughs> oh, Why did you stretch it out? <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of thought that I, I just, anyway. Bye. Bye.